Hi, fam bam. Welcome to another episode of Optimize and Conquer. So today I'm going to talk about what does it take to really live optimally? The term optimal living is kind of trendy, but I think a lot of people just want happiness and fulfillment. We want to feel like we're passionate in life and we are fulfilled in doing whatever it is we're doing. Like ultimately, I really believe that's what drives our desires and our intentions and our actions is just making sure that we are thriving and enjoying our life and enjoying our sense of being. That's my definition of living optimally. I am curious what your definition is. If you guys would like to share what living optimally means to you, stick it in the comments below. I'd love to know. And today I hope to share with you the solution that I found to really truly create and experience optimal living. And it's a very, very simple. Not only is it simple, it's super enriching. So let's begin. The first step to truly living an optimal life is to accept that it's not always optimal. That's so like contradictory and ironic, I know, but life isn't gonna be perfect. And if we chase perfection all the time, we're bound to be dissatisfied. If we chase particulars, we're bound to be unhappy. Notice that the people who are the most particular people tend to be the most uptight, grouchy. It feels like really kind of touchy-feely or walking on eggshells around them, that's not happy, you know, that's not joyful. And I really doubt that that feels like, ah, I'm enjoying my life and living optimally. So accepting the fact that it's not going to be perfect doesn't mean it's not gonna be optimal. It's up to you to optimize those moments and get everything that you can for what it's worth. And that's my goal in everything that I do. That's my goal in all my content that I share is to realize that even though it's not perfection, when you can master the art of fulfillment, the art of optimizing every single moment, every single situation, every single failure, every single success, every area of your life, when you can optimize it, you've truly created an optimal life. And I've kind of just run into my second and third solution because that is truly what optimal living is about. It's about identifying what adds value to you and refining, refining, refining. It's non-negotiable. And it's those of us who negotiate or negate the fact that certain areas of our life don't serve us, that we give up the ability to live optimally. We let go and we sort of expend the areas of our life. We trade that optimal happiness and fulfillment when we let things sneak in. So an example of this might be, let's say you Netflix and chill every single night and it's just routine, it's what you do, but you know that if you did something differently, like say read a book instead, you would actually learn something you'd get to bed on time and you'd probably sleep better without being overstimulated by this crazy amount of entertainment flashing in your face. This is some place that we negotiate often because it's easier to just pick up the TV remote, turn it on and just be entertained without having to do much work. You pick up a book, yeah, you have to read, you use your brain a little bit, you have to absorb the information, you have to process and analyze it, and it's all done really quickly, but it's not as easy or as rewarding as watching a bunch of flashy, amazing, emotionally moving, you know, stories on the TV screen. 
So this is a small example and an example that a lot of people give me a hard time for because I talk about, I give up a lot. I feel like it's not worth it oftentimes when I stay up really late to eat really bad food to watch a movie. And while it's entertaining and fun, the next day I'm dragging, I don't feel great, I don't feel productive, I don't feel motivated, I'm not working out, it hurts to work out, I'm not getting stuff done, I'm a little bit cranky. And, and we don't realize that it's these little things that we negotiate or we negate that take away our ability to live optimally. People who live optimal are non-negotiable. They're non-negotiable about their bedtimes. They're non-negotiable about the fact that they have to get up and work out every single day. They're non-negotiable about negative thought patterns and beliefs, non-negotiable. And I'm saying this so strongly and passionately because I see this so often. I see people say, I wanna be happy in life. I wanna solve my problems. But then they cling to the story of the problems. They cling to the perspectives and the validation and the uh, justification for why they feel shitty and why they're unhappy. You can't cling to justifying your unhappiness and then go out and be happy. You can't do it and you can't even do it just a little bit. You can't say, well, I'm so justified for being upset, eh, but I get it, I don't wanna be upset, I should let it go. You can't be in between. There is no middle of the fence. Choose one side. You either wanna be happy and get over the fact that you're having problems and you don't wanna pay attention to those problems or you don't wanna feed it the energy that grows that negative feeling or you stay in the problem, you stay in the shitty mindset, you continue to justify yourself and live in pain. Optimal living isn't easy, it takes work. And that's why so many of us continue to seek it. The unfortunate thing is that many of us seek it with things that are easy. If I just make more money, if I buy my dream house, if I buy my car, if I get a good relationship, if I look prettier, if I was only skinnier, if people thought more of me, then I would be happy. And the truth is happiness comes from being able to non-negotiate the things that create value and a fundamental foundation in your life that not only achieves an optimal state of being and living, but sustains it. And that's the key to optimal living. If you cannot sustain what it takes to have a positive attitude, all the energy in the world, an open mind to get out there, do live and conquer, then you can't live optimally. And that's what we trade. When we eat our fast food unconsciously, when we complain about the employee at work or our boss, when we victimize ourselves, and when we sit down and say, well, screw it, I'm just gonna spend my money, but I know like I wanna save or invest someday or I wanna travel someday, but whatever, I'm at Target and all these things are cute, I'm just gonna get it and not think about what I'm spending. I'm not gonna think about what I'm eating, it just feels good right now, I wanna eat ice cream, I wanna drink beer, I wanna go out to the bars. Like You do these things because you wanna have fun and either that type of fun is optimal to you so you should stop complaining and stop looking for more you either enjoy or appreciate what you have there or if you really want to live an optimal life where you're free from the distraction you're free from the bullshit you're free from toxic people and like first world problems and you're in a place where you're creating and wanting to do things that contribute value outside of yourself so that you live fulfilled in your passion, so you feel confident in who you are, what you stand for, what your life is about, you have to do the work. You have to do it and you can't just fake it. You won't feel it inside. People will sense your lack of integrity and your lack of self-respect. This is so huge and I don't know how to 
say it any more clearly, but a story or an example that I really like to relate it to is my husband. If you've ever met my husband, you'll know right away he is disciplined, straightforward, honest, and a really hard worker. And most people get this feeling off of him that he's just like a really good guy. The impression he lives leaves without having to say much at all, but based on his actions and based on what people observe, is that not only is he a really good guy, but he is just something really amazing about him. He he gives 110%. He's always more than over fair. He's very honest, but he's very kind and compassionate from his heart. And I love him and that's why I'm with him because he brings out the best in me because he is the opposite of a toxic relationship. He's He helps flourish and grow. And so enough boasting about him. The whole point I wanted to bring him up for is that a lot of times if you spend time with us, you'll notice that Brett is non-negotiable about his food, about his exercise, about the words that he chooses to use when he explains things. Because our words create our thought patterns, our actions and our beliefs, and they create our experience and what we manifest around us. And what's interesting is so many people will praise him for his hard work and dedication, for how amazing of a guy he is, and for how amazing his body and his fitness level is. And then in the same breath, they'll tell him, you need to learn to relax, sit down a little, kick your feet up, have some beer for once, here, have some chip and dip. And he'll be like, no thanks. And so they criticize him for being uptight or a perfectionist, when in reality, perfectionism isn't what he's after because even if his results are poor, he doesn't lose self-esteem or break down about that. He just knows where his threshold is in order to achieve and sustain an optimal life, an optimal health, optimal mindset and body for himself. And what people don't realize is that they're criticizing him lovingly, lovingly, but they're, you know, making fun of him and, and thinking it's weird or off for the very thing that they praise him and look up to him for. They don't realize that it's one and the same, that it is that ability to make small decisions repetitively. I'm gonna repeat that again. It is the ability to make small decisions repetitively in a direction that serves you and the optimal life you want to create. It is all of the little decisions. And a lot of times we look and say, well, we made this really good big decision over here. You know, somebody bumped into my car and I decided to have a good attitude and it paid off. But then we come home and we complain and we bitch about life and the things that are going on and we, we talk from a concept of lack. We only see what we lack and we only want to hold onto or hoard the things that justify what we don't like about our life right now or about ourselves, instead of taking the responsibility to say, hey, I need to shift my thought patterns and my beliefs because that's what's gonna shift my actions. And in doing this every single moment towards the direction of what adds value to you so you can add value to people outside of yourself is what lays the most fertile most abundant soil for optimal living. So that is my rant and it went totally in a direction that I didn't plan, but I'm really happy it did because at the end of the day, this is the key. 
this is what I've discovered that it takes to live optimally. And it's so simple. And we weave it into all of the content here, all of my posts, all of the things I create on social media, but it is my passion to help you optimize your life, to help you level up your reality, create and conquer whatever you set your mind to. You can do it and this is what it takes. So thank you guys so much for joining me here, for hearing me, and I hope that you found at least one or two gold nuggets in this content. Let me know if you did, and please, please, please share this. Share this if you like it, if you love it, if it shifted something in you, and if you think somebody else can get something out of it. And I thank you so much for being here and sharing your journey with me as well. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Ciao.